welcome my friends to Next Level Change Success, a change conversation for leaders, project and change practitioners for today and tomorrow. My name is Therese Perez of MyVirtualChangeManager.com and I'm an experienced change and project professional and people leader with many years of experience in the industry. I love business and I love the people side of business especially. So nothing lights me up more than seeing people use change management, project management and strong change leadership to engage, motivate and inspire people and ultimately transform organizations. If you've heard about change management and have no idea of what it involves, then you're in the right place. If you know about change management but you want to take your practices to the next level, then this is where you should be. I'm going to share the stories of my experiences, interview some fantastic people and I'm going to explore all of the challenges and opportunities that you face in organizations right now. So please join me and let's go and have some fun. Hello, 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 and welcome to Next Level Change Success. My name is Therese Perez. I'm the founder of MyVirtualChangeManager.com. I'd like to acknowledge that I am recording on Thoroughwall Country today and pay my respects to the traditional owners and custodians on the land in which I am recording and to elders both past, present and emerging. Thanks for joining me today. Today we talk about change leadership and the most important change leaders in your organization. I have to say that through my change career, my view on my role as a change manager or a change practitioner in the early days versus now has changed dramatically and there's a number of reasons for that so I want to talk to you about that today. So when I was uh, ventured into the world of change management which many people will say are many change practitioners who've been working in this industry for 10 plus years, I don't want to give away my age but uh, you know 10 to 15 years, we'll say that we were doing change before change management was even a thing. And certainly because of my marketing background and project background, I certainly use those skills. But when you actually look at change management as a discipline and become familiar with it, there were a couple of aha moments for me that I do talk about constantly. And a lot of that has to do with how you create ownership of the change in the organization and change leadership is critical in that of having leaders talk to the change own the change, reinforce the change and really be on the hook for the outcomes, not the practitioners who are supporting them. And in the early days of change and when working with leaders, you were almost outsourced. You, you, were, you were provided with the change. The leader was happy for you to run training. That, you know, the leader would be happy for you to talk to it. Basically just get it done. And it was an aha moment through my career when I went and gained accreditation and saw some change models where I was like, oh, I'm doing the wrong thing here. As a change person, you shouldn't be speaking to the change. The leader should be speaking to the change. And there's only on rare occasions that you're actually as a change leader yourself required to, or a change practitioner yourself required to talk to the change. And we're going to talk about that today, about the important, most important layer of leadership in your organization when looking at change management, because research is now showing the criticality of change leadership, change ownership, and having leaders really step into their role. I hope you go onto the website because where I have posted this podcast, there will be some resources for you to uh, possibly download 
if you would like around checklists for change leaders, kind of what does the role look like as well as I've blogged about the, the traits of a good change leader. Now let's get into it. Let's talk about the different layers of leadership that are involved in a change. I think one of the main things to be aware of as a change practitioner or a project practitioner or someone who's introducing change is that the size of the change impacts the depth and breadth of change leadership that you need for your change. And what I mean by that is if you are doing a small operational change within a discrete team, doesn't typically happen. Normally there's like one or two teams impacted. But if it's a smaller size change, could be high impact for that team, but smaller size, then really you're looking at change leadership at the lower levels, maybe some higher level messaging, but essentially at the front line or at the, the coal face of the change is making sure that the team leaders and the managers are talking to it, owning it and driving it with their team. If you're looking at transformational change, well, that's a different thing altogether. And it's a, a sizable, obviously across the organization, it means fundamentally you're revisiting strategy. You're going to revisit the purpose of the organization, make sure that's okay. That's, that might stay the same. It could just be the strategy that's changing. You'll look at the values, see if they need to be tweaked. Oftentimes it's not about the values themselves, but how they're being the behaviors and how they're being uh, lived from day to day and implemented in an organization or not. So typically it's not about the values. Uh, and then actually looking at from potentially if you've got a board in your organization, so some higher level messaging and presence from the board members, but predominantly from CEO and executive level, and then through every layer of the organization, that executive level need to ensure that the grassroots of that change are being realized at the front line. And that is a multi-layered approach and quite in depth. So always consider that transformation, you need breadth and depth. If you're looking at a smaller change, then you're looking at keeping it quite focused to the areas that are impacted. So that means from a change leadership perspective, and as I said, research is showing this now, is that it is the middle layer of management who really do create the change and have it become reality. Oftentimes people think it's the executive and sometimes the executive think it's themselves as well, which to a degree, you just want unity. You want consistent messaging at executive level. You absolutely want that in larger organizations without doubt. However, oftentimes a lot of effort goes into engaging that level to the detriment of the middle level, the middle manager who is closer to the front line, who is more accountable in embedding the change and reinforcing the change, yet they're provided with almost a cookie cutter pack and the skill sets that they need to deploy are those where they can translate that into something that is meaningful for the, their direct reports and their direct reports. So possibly one or two layers for larger organizations. Now throw into the mix the hybrid ways of working and then you're starting to get a sense for transformational change, the, the amount of effort required. So change leadership when lining it up with roles is middle management. 
but you also want to look at the social network within organizations and consider the layer if you're doing transformational change of a network of influencers across an organization who either if you've got smart leaders in your organization they are going to be tapping into those influencers all the time and working with them because oftentimes they're also their highest performers if managed well <laughs> so certainly leaders and middle managers should be also thinking about the social network and the social aspect but you can also in a program context or in a transformation context look at a change champion network of sorts and be tapping those influences on the shoulder and saying, hey, if you want to be part of this, that would be great. And thus you get that multi-layered and almost the web of motivation across an organization to get momentum around your change. So you have change leadership as it seems in a role. Then you also have change leadership as a behavior, which is what high influences in organizations show. They're oftentimes the most engaged in organizations. They're the most passionate, sometimes the most vocal, not always. But you seek out those who are those influencers and ensure to engage them as well. Because they are also typically closest to the front line and they're part of the cohort who are impacted. And they are also part of those who can actually uh, help embed the change with the leadership. And that's when you get real momentum and you see real change. So the most important leaders, so if you're currently looking at deploying change, you want to make sure that you are actively engaging regularly the leadership cohort, those middle managers and below who are actually deploying and having the change come to life and working with their people to bring it to life. The better you do that, the better the outcomes. Now as a change manager or as a change practitioner, that means typically for transformational change, you're gonna have a team that you'll work with. So if you think about the resourcing context, you're actually going to have more people to work with. And in theory, hopefully, more than just one change person. So you're not the, the sole practitioner who's carrying the load. You actually need to link in with the organization and the leaders get the forums happening, have a comms person, hopefully, who works with you, dedicated to your piece of work. Now, if you're in operational change, so if you've got a smaller change that you're working with, you are probably going to be the person who's providing the packs through to the leader. You do want to make sure that you're meeting with them regularly, discussing where there may be, what we talk about resistance, but certainly those who are potentially late to the party when it comes to the change. And I do talk a lot about how you have to listen to those loud voices not necessarily to engage with the emotion but to hear about their objections so that you can break that down for the leader and it could be something that's not okay with the design that you're trying to roll out of the product that you're trying to roll out or the service or the process so it is worth picking that up early so oftentimes resistance can be misinterpreted or something an emotional reaction can be misinterpreted for resistance when actually that's going to help you get a better outcome if you have the right listening for it. Working with the leaders, working with team leaders, making sure they're supported with any information that they need to talk to their teams. If you are doing the training, that's fine, but you wanna make sure that you're getting feedback off the back of that 
and also taking that to the leaders and essentially always being really clear on the outcomes. So the best change leaders are those who are always clear on what they're trying to achieve and they communicate that well to the people that they're leading, especially through change and who can work with their people to get them from their space of discomfort into a space of comfort. It is really, really critical as a change leader. So have a think about it, the change that you might currently be introducing or the change that you're working on, have a think about is my energy and focus at the right layer in the organization or am I finding that I'm spending too much at the top layer and not enough at that middle and grassroots level? And have you got the right network and social network? Are you aware of what that social network looks like in the organization? And are you tapping into that in the context or a framework such as change champions, change ambassadors, whatever you'd like to call them really? but that social network is going to help embed the change and work with the leaders to embed the change. Remembering everything in an organization is connected. So it isn't something that's kind of mutually exclusive that there's some sort of club who are accountable at the grassroots level of embedding the change. Your champion network, your social network are there to work with leaders to embed the change, that's for sure. And then obviously leaders have it in their remit. They have it in their job description. And if they don't have it in their role description, they really should be having it in their role description regarding leading change with their teams, especially in this day and age. It is a critical aspect of good leadership. So there's a few things to talk about. I hope it's been of some value to you to think about where is your energy and focus insofar as engaging leadership? Is it at the right level? Is it at the right level for the degree of change that you're introducing to the organization? There are some tools, resources on the website and definitely in the, the commentary on this podcast that you can go and access that talks about change leadership. And I hope that your energy is being well invested and also including the concept of the social network within organizations, which can be more powerful than anything else sometimes in organizations. I hope you enjoyed the podcast, a few tips and tricks for you to take away, to go away, try, test, when you learn through doing. And just remember that change matters because your people matter. Come and visit us at myvirtualchangemanager.com and have a great day.